What's up, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. What up? What is going on? So uh, continue to listen to us throughout the week. So on Monday, we talked about a very uh, uh, significant vulnerability on Peloton um, bike uh, pluses, as well as treads. Uh, today, we're going to get into some uh, nitty, nitty gritty government news. And then tomorrow, we'll have a discussion about uh, ransomware and how the government is potentially uh, hooking up businesses that are hit with it. And then later on in the week on Friday, we'll talk about um, video game news and things of that nature. So without further ado, I'll give it to Levon. Yes, sir. So this, this, uh, for this show, we have an article from CNN. Uh, this is courtesy of uh, Brian, Brian Fung and uh, Alec Marquardt, Alex Marquardt, uh, Senate drafts. Uh, senators draft a bill that would require many entities to report cyber breaches within 24 hours. So essentially in this article, um, uh, essentially they, they want to set up a, a structured way, some legislation to make sure that companies that are affected by cybersecurity uh, incidents in particular, like ransomware, ransomware is a big part of it, um, that they notify the government that they've been uh, affected by these within 24 hours. Um, essentially, it's, 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 a, it's a means to um, help the government, you know, be aware of when these incidents are occurring, as well as like to gather data as far as how they're happening, why they're happening, um, you know, obviously when they're happening. And this will help, help the government to kind of help strategize as well as react if they need to, if they need to take action on themselves as opposed to the, the company themselves just handling all them, you know, all, all by themselves trying to uh, secure the devices. And um, especially with the pipeline incident that we had, um, obviously that was a big thing that affected a lot of people, a lot of uh, industry, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, commercial business and everything like that. So um, it, it does, it does make sense at a federal level that we'd be, at least aware of it or understand it as soon as possible, sooner than maybe any, you know, news, uh, news uh, uh, organization that, that, you know, puts it out there for everybody to ingest. It's uh, so, you know, they, they've kind of come up with this legislation to, to push out to make the 24 hour requirement. Um, I looked in the article here, they actually mentioned down below that um, they actually already uh, originally uh, imposed a 12 hour uh, breach reporting requirement on a US pipeline company. So it seems like it's already something that's been in place for a certain certain organizations, maybe like, like we said, that it, it's very, uh, very important for people to uh, important services that are required within within the United States. So um, it's just like a, a, I think it's a good, good, a good thing they're doing that they're trying to, you know, make it a, a bigger fo focus for uh, the federal you know, federal organization for, for, for the feds to be able to like track these kind of incidents. I mean, obviously these are, these are big deals. Uh, we talked about them many times on our show that they, they seem like they don't stop. And obviously during COVID we've had them kind of spike even more, but uh, being able to like kind of, kind of be, have the heads up on it. Maybe these organizations, maybe the government can actually help these organizations, you know, get this stuff back up at, at, a, at a quicker pace and, or maybe they can uh, uh, track down the people that are, you know, causing the outage, causing the, the ransomware, and perhaps, I don't know, shut them down so they no longer have, uh, have their business, uh, have their ransomware business in, in, in intact. But uh, what do you guys think about this, about this, uh, this, new, this new legislation that's going on here? 
So uh, obviously it's a progression, right? I think that they're moving toward uh, what we've been talking about for for weeks, maybe even months now, where not allowing people to pay ransoms or at least restricting it as much as possible. Uh, So we talked about it last week where it's kind of like, I don't know if you really do that to a private company, but you can do that to uh, government organizations as well as those who supply um, the necessities. So if you're supplying water, waste, um, uh, oil, things of that nature, uh, now they're going to make you report it uh, ASAP, which is good. So they can get involved. As we can see, the FBI is actually, uh, they must have some tools or they must have hired a lot of new talent. They're able to actually um, combat these things. And uh, sometimes, like, as we saw um, two weeks ago, the Colonial Pipeline, um, they, they got some money back, uh, if not all of it. Um, so it, it's definitely warranted. Uh, it's good to see a bipartisan bill make it through because that doesn't happen ever. Um, and, uh, I can see it being the building blocks to getting us to a point where, uh, we disincentivize companies from paying the ransom and and then that will disincentivize the ransomers from ransoming them. Um, so I, I definitely think it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, and hopefully it continues to, uh, to grow from there. So what about you, Shannon? So remember, uh, the Biden administration, President Biden's administration kind of touched on this about a month ago, right? So remember he had that executive order he put out for cyber cybersecurity, had the 11 points, I think it was, mm-hmm. where they kind of touched on this a little bit. Now, where this is where this is better is that they're actually talking about making this a law, right? Like this has more teeth to it than an executive right. order does, you know what I mean? So yeah, this is a, this is a good thing. I, don't, I, I can't, I can't see anything bad going on with this, right? Because this is what you want. And again, Right now, this is only going to apply to government agencies, right? And and what you hope is that maybe you have your civilian equivalents that follow suit, right? Because <clears throat> like we had mentioned before, like with the Peloton thing, it was something that was reported to them from McAfee in March. We're, we weren't hearing about it until June, right? Like, you don't, right. Want to be, you don't want to be, have like three months worth of people just going by with this vulnerability, you know what I mean? And just just going about their lives, not knowing about it, and then come to find out you've been exposed. You know what I mean? Right. But um, no, this is a good thing, man. You can never go wrong with this, especially with the short timeline, right? Because it was tw- 24 hours? Yeah, within 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, within 24 hours. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, I, I don't know where you can go wrong in this, right? And again, it is bipartisan, right? Which is, which seldom happens <laughs> in, <Right>. in Washington <laughs> today, right? So right. It's a good thing that we, can, we can all agree that this is, this is a real problem, you know what I mean? It's not just lip service because, I mean, people could stand up and say, oh, I want to do this, you know, cybersecurity, it's a big issue, this, that, and the third, but to actually put it into a law, like to have people's staff sit down and put time into it and invest it and have it go forward, like this is this is a good thing. Um, and again, um, now, how they go about reporting it to the public or if they do, I don't know if that I don't know if that will change, right? Because they could say, okay, you got to report that's within twenty four hours. But uh, if it's something that's a matter of national security, right? Like they could classify it possibly, and you you still not know. We don't know, right? Right, right. What things you don't hear about for seventy five years or whatever, you know? That's what true. But um, my hope is that um, that it is something that's made of, available to the public, right? Um, public trust is one of those things we talk about all the time. It's, and it's always with, with, with private companies, right? That we usually talk about it, but this could be an instance where it's like, Hey, 
people are, I think people are, and I don't want to go too far down this road. I think people are losing trust in the, in the government, you know what I mean? The U S government. And this could mm-hmm. be one of the things that brings it back to say, Hey, we really are looking out for you. Like we want to make you aware of things that are going on in your government uh, and be more, uh, be more transparent. transparent. Thank you. Yeah. Both of y'all, both of y'all got it. <laughs> yeah. Be more transparent to the American public, you know, and, 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 and keep that trust going. So no, this is a good thing. I mean, uh, Department of Homeland Security would be the ones to to develop the additional rules, definitions, and requirements, right? So, mm-hmm. um, not a bad thing. Not yeah, a bad yeah. Thing. I, th- I think it's a good one-two punch as well. So, like uh, that class I just took, the the I finished it by the way, uh, the four five zero eight, um, dealing with digital forensics. Like what they're trying to do is they're trying to shrink the amount of time uh, that the adversaries within your network. So, right, like they're they're getting more into threat hunting as opposed to just um, stumbling across like, oh, someone's been our network for how long? Could have been 140 days, a year, uh, on, only a couple of days, we don't know. So they're trying to shrink that down. Like, uh, I think at one point in the class, it was saying that like the average at one point was like 140 days. So I would be in your network, P- mm-hmm. just pivoting around, doing what they're doing, stealing stuff. So they're trying to shrink it, shrink it, shrink it, shrink it. So that way you're actually hunting for these threats. So with that combined with uh, the uh, real-time reporting, um, I think as long as the government has the capacity to do it, because if you tell everybody have to do it, now you actually have to field those uh, those reports and that and and kind of help them along the way in a very efficient way. Um, so if anything, um, it will grow whatever department it is. So like whatever part of the Homeland Security or FBI is uh, working, it will have to get bigger, uh, bigger and faster. So, you know, that's the industry in itself. They could be creating a new industry um, that we can start looking into, um, you know, help people like decide if that's what they want to do. Like, okay, I want to go into threat hunting. Like, what do you want to do on the private sector? You want to do it for the government? Because um, there's, there's uh, ample money to be made on either side because you have to incentivize those people, right? Like the criminals are incentivized by, I could, I could do um, a month's worth of recon and work and come out with millions of dollars. <laughs> Or and go to jail forever, or you know, with the risk reward, or I can do it for the government and make you know six figures, which is uh, not bad. So, and not go to jail. <laughs> that's right. The, that's the important part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I think for them to attract the talent they need to to do this, it would definitely be on the contractor side, right? Like I don't right. I don't know if Department of Homeland Security is actually going to start taking on you know military bodies or anything like well i don't know the uh the coast guard falls under dhs right or no am i wrong on that they do yeah coast guard falls under department Mm -hmm. so that maybe they start up like a cyber unit in there or something i don't know um they could because i mean uh cyber is going purple right so air force is the first branch to do it but now they're taking open they're going to start taking open enrollment to to my understanding from the other services so that will get Mm -hmm. bigger um as well so yeah i'm I'm sure there'll be multiple entities like maybe they'll have teams that specifically work for um uh the military side of the spectrum versus you'll have uh maybe you'll have like a a dhs sock that's full of contractors like you said uh all over the uh the, the country that works on um those uh infrastructure companies and then you'll have obviously you'll have your uh your not profiteers but like your uh your threat hunters for hire or something like that like people who you just you know can pick up on a what's it called like a 1099 or something like that where basically you're just a 
you, you pay for your own uh, benefits and all that stuff. Like we just, we just pay you to do this job and then the rest is on you. You're just, you know, contract to yourself. You're talking about, you're talking about having cybersecurity mercs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can, I can see it. The mercs. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, hey, Colonial Pipeline got hit again. We need, we need a team. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we, need, we need a squad, a suicide yeah. squad. <laughs> suicide squad. <laughs> What was the uh, the movie where they had like the the old men were like like all the old action heroes like oh, uh, is it Red uh, retired? Uh, well, dangerous. that one too. That one too. <laughs> You're talking about Expendables. Expendables, yeah, that's what oh, I was yeah, thinking yeah. about. But the Red too. The red was a good one. <laughs> get the Expendables. Get the Red Red Squad. <laughs> so it's it's I, I can see this this is progress, right? Like like you said, executive order uh, was, was good. It just doesn't have any have any teeth. Uh, but now you start to make like mandatory reporting, then if you're going to report, then I need to, to step my game up, right? Like, there's no point in you telling me that you got breached and I can't help you for 48 to 72 hours. Um, so then they have to grow as well. So I, I can see it getting bigger, bigger and bolder, which is good. Um, I, I can't really think of any, any cons. So, <laughs> right. Uh, just, uh, you have to pay people right though. Like, I'm not going to come, uh, like a, a thing that we're, we're, we're kind of pivoting, but I think I'm starting to see, see uh, a lot of, or is brought to my attention a lot of, is uh, companies asking for people with these crazy certifications and experience, but um, not paying them right. Or the, the reverse, where it's an entry-level job, but I need you to have five years of cybersecurity experience. You'd be like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So maybe this will be a pipeline to get people in. Like if you can, if you, like, uh, and this is me uh, uh, thinking on the fly, but all of my education, training, and certifications all came from the government. I didn't pay a dime out of my own pocket. So if you mm-hmm. can bring in people who are interested, willing, and uh, have the aptitude uh, into these new socks or whatever they're going to call them, you can build really good uh, cybersecurity individuals with little to no experience. Like this could be their experience. You can start getting through the pipe as tier one, tier two uh, forensic analysts and things of that nature, right. and build them up to being you know straight up cyber ninjas. Uh, put, put the money and time in so the cyber ninjas the one doing the audit and uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't forget hey next topic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh no interesting uh conversation we're gonna uh dig deep into um how the government may be helping people out when they get those breaches be the uh the next topic that we discuss and then on uh like i said on Monday's episode, we talked about Peloton and, and the, the vulnerabilities uh, or vulnerability that was just identified and, uh, and patched. And then on Friday, because I'm not going to uh, guarantee you, uh, ask a CISP, I didn't get any questions. If you have a question, please hit us up at RyRy Security Guys, R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. Uh, you can find me on uh, multiple platforms that I did not mention last time. So we got to definitely play ourselves, me and Levon. <laughs> That's right. But thank you, uh, Shannon. Thank you, Levon. Uh, remember to, to continue to tune into us, like, share, subscribe, hit a bell. There's a bell involved or something like that. So you can hear our latest and greatest as released. Uh, and then you can find me at RyRy Security Guys, R-Y-R-Y Security Guy, on Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Twitter, and IG, TikTok. And you, LeVon? Yes, sir. You can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maiden. There it is. So definitely hit us up and uh, stay tuned. Right on. Take care, everyone. Thank you.